We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All right. Uh, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. They understand it's not just a mortgage. It's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Sunday, it's an NFL on CBS doubleheader, starting with the Colts battling the Broncos or Kyler's cards taking on the Saints. Followed by the Browns and Pats in Foxborough. It all begins with JB and the boys on the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on CBS. Our toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS. It's brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Just go to geico.com like Carver I did. And he saved 15 percent in like 15 minutes and he even had a cold beer while he was doing it it's unbelievable geico check him out all right it's time for another exciting edition of fantasy blowout with jamie eisenberg of cbssports.com cbs hq and cbs sports radio you hear him on saturday nights at 10 p.m eastern on the network with eye on fantasy jamie how you doing buddy i'm doing great how are you I'm doing all right. By the way, I switched off of the World Series game, which I thought sucked, and I'm now watching Colorado-USC because the game's really good. It's 24-21 buffs, and uh, USC just scored to tie it or, you know, to get within three. They keep getting within three, and then they go down 10 again. So Colorado's been giving them nightmares all night long in Boulder. We'll keep an eye on that one, and I'm also watching the uh, Jazz and Lakers 15-14 Jazz. All right, Jamie, you ready to go? We do – Phone calls here for two halves, nonstop on your fantasy questions. And uh, let me just ask, Jamie, you're doing fantastic, so nobody even has to ask how you're doing? I've never been better. This is unbelievable. Matt, are you doing fantastic? So, like, in case anybody asks, you're good? He he said he's doing decent because he's a national fan, so he's not exactly thrilled about the developments in the uh, baseball game. And then, uh, Carver High, you're completely happy and satisfied, no problems? Yeah, I'm fine. That just did not sound good. Uh, then again, we may not have truthful answers here coming in tonight, so people may ask anyway how we're doing, but uh, I'm telling you, we're all miserable, it sounds like. Brandon, you're first from Georgia on CBS Sports Radio. Somebody finally beat Trey. Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, I got a um, PPR question. I need a receiver and a flex. I got Ty Johnson, Latavius Murray, Tyler Boyd, or Kenny Stills. Well, I think your flex will definitely be Latavius Murray if Alvin Kamara is out. If Kamara is in, then you just go with Ty Johnson. And I think you go Kenny Stills over Tyler Boyd. I I think that Kenny Stills has a chance to be fantastic without Will Fuller and a great matchup against the Raiders this week. All right, there you go, Brandon. Uh, By the way, um, Jamie, last week my top pick in my bets was Florida minus 5.5 against South Carolina, and they – should have never covered in that game, but then they had that big fourth quarter and they ended up beating them and blowing them out and they scored like 21 in the fourth and they covered for me. It was a beautiful thing, even though I hate their guts. You should know the Gators never let you down. Yeah. David in New York. Hey, hey, I do. I'm glad you're doing all terrible. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, just a quick question. Uh, Keenan Allen, if he's going to sit, do I go Geronimo or Kiki? 
Uh, that's a good question. I'd probably go Kiki, um, you know, if that's your best bet. You know, just, again, with you know, Will Fuller in there, good matchup against the Raiders. Um, you know, he, he's, his targets have been up the last couple of games, you know, whether it was Kenny Stills out or, or Will Fuller getting hurt. So that's maybe something you can lean on. I just don't know what to expect from Geronimo Allison at this point, even with Devontae Adams not expected to play. All right, there you go, Dave. And here he is, Trey in New York. Yeah, a little trick of town this week. I'm sorry. Unbelievable. <laughs> disappointing. Very disappointing. It's the first time in years he hasn't been first. <laughs> Fail. Uh, full point PPR. I need one flex. Uh, Alec Erickson, Crowder, Tyrell Williams, or McKissick. Thanks. Yeah, I think probably Tyrell Williams. Now it looks like he's going to play. You know, just obviously keep an eye on uh, – uh, on what the status report is, and, and given what's happened to you tonight, keep an eye on it a little earlier. You know, don't don't wait until the last minute. Um, if he's out, then maybe give McKissick a shot. You know, just with no carry on Johnson there, the the target carries to be up, and and maybe a little bit more production as well. All right, uh, Trey, my man, get your act together. Fail on his part, unbelievable. He's been first in line every a single week for like, I think eight years, and he's never once not been number one. And then he. Uh, failed and fell asleep at the wheel, obviously. Colorado just scored a touchdown there, up 30-21 to 21 on USC. Uh, Antoine in San Fran City, bada-bang. So listen, I got Lamar draft last pick in the uh, draft by luck. That means I got Saquon. Um, I had Aaron Rodgers fifth round. Would you have traded Aaron Rodgers for Connor? And I have Barkley, Sonny Michelle, and uh, Edmonds as running backs. Yeah, I would. You know, I, I think, look, uh, you're talking about a first-round running back, and those are hard to come by, and so hopefully the best is yet to come for him. So that's a that's a good trade to make, especially since you have the quarterback to cover yourself. All right, there you go, Antoine. 855-212-4227 to get on a bench with Jamie. Don't forget, uh, you have been miserable running your team into the ground. Jamie, all he does is win and make money, and everyone knows it. It's simple. He's awesome. You're not. Let him handle all of your problems, and then you can finally maybe maybe your chick will start, you know, liking you again because I know she's starting to look at other men. Steve in Knoxville, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Jamie, I've got. Uh, I'm in a standard league. Touchdowns uh, get six points. Uh, I've got two questions, if I may. Uh, Lamar Jackson uh, on the bye week. Uh, I've got uh, Sam Darnold is my uh, guy that I have in backup, and but I picked up uh, Kyle Allen, and uh, I've also a possibility I could uh, get off of waivers. Uh, Mac Moore. Who would you go with at quarterback? The other question has to do with the flex position. I've got three players picked two. The players are Cole Beasley, Odell Beckham, and Frank Gore. You know, I, I think you got to go Odell. I, I know it's a tough matchup against New England, but he's still your your best bet there. And then, uh, what was the other, the first question, right? Yeah, I, I'd go Odell and and, uh, and Beasley just to play it safe. You know, Gore's going to have a tough time. It's, you're playing on the run defense versus the pass defense of the Eagles, and the pass defense of the Eagles is... Yeah, the quarterbacks, I'd, I'd probably go take a chance on Matt Moore if that's your best bet. You know, Darnold, after last week, is just a disaster right now. And I I think Kyle Allen against the 49ers is just going to be a tough matchup for him. So if those are your options, Matt Moore would be the one I'd go with. But I'd check to see if Mason Rudolph was available if you're just talking about desperation guys. 855-212-4227. Why aren't you on the phone right now talking to Jamie Eisenberg? It really is unbelievable to me. Steve in Fairfax, Virginia. You're on the bench. 
Hey, Jamie. I'm wondering in the standard league, should I start uh, Philip Dorsett or Robbie Anderson in the flex position? Yeah, I'd go with Dorsett. You know, with uh, with Josh Gordon gone, I don't know how up to speed Muhammad Sanu will be. You know, Dorsett without Antonio Brown on the team so far this year, he's been good when healthy. And it's, uh, you know, it's a matchup that we'll find out how good these corners are going to be for the Browns. They've been out for so long with those hamstring problems. So they're going to play. Uh, but I still think Brady at home with Dorsett is your, is your best option there over Robbie Anderson. There you go, Steve. So you love Stafford and Josh Allen this weekend. Yeah, Stafford's our start of the week. You know, the guy that we highlight in, in the column every week. And, you know, just a matchup at home against the Giants. That defense has been bad all season. And I think you saw last week, you know, with uh, with Carryon Johnson going down, you know, the offense is going to funnel through him. The receivers are playing great. It's an easy setup for Stafford this week to deliver big points. And then uh, you have Goff because, what, they're playing the Bengals? Yeah, it's usually the easiest way to uh, run your fantasy team. <laughs> you know, pick on the teams that stink. And so, uh, you know, Goff coming off a strong game last week against the Falcons, I think. You know, hopefully he's turned the corner a little bit. But, uh, you know, mostly it's just that the Bengals are so bad. This would be an opportunity for him to have one of his rare good games on the road this time, obviously, being in London. So, famous Jameis, uh, you have him uh, ranked high. I have to ask you, uh, do you think he's uh, done in Tampa? I mean, it's. I think the jury's still out for the rest of this year. You know, he's going to have to finish strong. Um, right now, if, if you're asking probably Bruce Arians and, and Jason Light, I'm sure the answer is no. Because why would you invest, you know, long term in, in a player that's been so up and down? But if he can, you know, sort of take hold of this Bruceian system and finish the season strong, I don't think they'll be in the playoffs. But if he gets them close, then he's probably going to be the guy next year. And you like uh, Kyler Murray in uh, Bourbon Street, huh? I think it's going to be one of those games where it's ugly, but the fantasy production is there. You know, we we see this from time to time, especially I think if Breeze does play, because then they're probably chasing points to uh, a little bit of a higher level. But um, you know, I think between his running. He'll probably find the end zone once or twice. Uh, there'll be some turnovers. But, you know, fantasy-wise, this is where fantasy and reality split. I think it'll be an ugly game from what it looks like. You know, your eyeball test, but the numbers by the end of the day will look pretty good. All right, Kenny in Georgia. Past PPR, we confident with Chase Edmonds? And also, would we um, flex Hunter Henry over Fitzgerald? Um, I didn't know we were sharing a team. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I'm confident in Edmonds. I think it's a, a good situation for him just based on the total touches as long as David Johnson's out. And then I do think Hunter Henry, especially if we don't have Keenan Allen in there, then the target should be even better. And so a good situation for him if Keenan Allen doesn't play. All right, there you go, Kenny. Have a good weekend. Let's try uh, Jeremy in Maryland. Yes, how you doing? Miserable. Ah, nice to hear. Okay, I got two quick questions. Uh, six points for a passing touchdown, um, Carr or Wentz, and then I have um, half-point PPR Crowder or Kirk if he plays. Yeah, I go Kirk if he plays for sure. Um, I, I just, you know, I don't want to trust the Jets. I know the Jacksonville defense is not the same without Jalen Ramsey in there, but they actually still play pretty well. Uh, if those are your only two quarterback choices, I'd still stick with Wentz just based on what the offense will be like for the – uh, Eagles, you know, I, I, it's still going to be a ball in his hand, and, and hopefully he has some success against Buffalo. But I go check your waiver wire just to see if Ryan Tannehill or Mason Rudolph are there. I like both those guys better than Carr. You want to obviously hold on to Wentz long term, but if these are your two choices, stick with Wentz. And uh, you have faith in uh, Rudolph coming off the concussion to, because he's playing the Dolphins? Yeah, that's the only reason. You know, I mean, the, the, the I think the floor is what we saw from Case Keenum a few weeks ago when Washington played in Miami where he threw for just under 200 yards and two touchdowns with no turnovers. That's kind of, I think, what you expect against the Dolphins. I know they've played better of late, and, you know, they're 
starting to show signs of life, but it's still such a terrible team based on personnel. So it's easy to bet on the quarterback facing that defense most weeks. All right. Uh, second half of your calls coming up with Jamie Eisenberg. Don't forget to catch him on Saturday night on CBS Sports Radio at 10 p.m. Eastern with Eye on Fantasy. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. Yeah, I turned it off. I can't even take it, Carver High. The uh, World Series, you're telling me it's already four hours? I mean, honestly, this game started at what? 8.07, 8.08 East Coast time? It's 11.21, and it's the top of the seventh. Like, I love baseball. I'm not one of these guys who likes to complain the games too long. But, like, this is excruciating. Like, come on. It's three-plus hours. It's yeah, I gave up on done. it. I'm just, I was bored to death. Anyway, uh, we got Jamie Eisenberg on the line. Don't forget, uh, his show's on Saturday nights, Eye on Fantasy on CBS Sports Radio. You can check him out on CBS HQ and, of course, CBSSports.com. He's the best in fantasy in the world. Uh, let's go to second half kickoff here with all your calls. Jay in the Steel City on the fan. What up, Scotty? Hey, bro. Hey, uh, rough week for quarterback streams. You're hyping up Rudolph. Uh, you think him over Danny Dimes or Minshew? Danny Dimes. Uh, How about Danny Pennies? <laughs> um, no, I like actually Minshew better. Um, you know, they're they're kind of in similar situations, except there's a better track record for Minshew right now. You know, he's been, you know, uh, certainly better than expect, expected. You know, with uh, with Nick Foles going down, only two interceptions. Um, the Jets' pass defense is weird because I don't think they're very good, but they don't give up a lot of production in terms of the numbers. But I think just the way Minshew has been playing and, and should play at home, it's a good spot for him. So I like him the best of the guys that you name. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I'm not uh, – I'm sorry. I'm not buying Jones. All, you know, I think some of the doubt of people that, you know, there was a lot of fans that didn't like the pick. And I don't think it's a bad pick per se. I, I don't think it's the end of the world. It's the first year, rookie year. He's got a long way to go in his career and everything like that. But I'm I'm seeing why people were concerned about picking him that high because I think you know he looked really good in his first game and then ever since he's been terrible. Uh, for sure, yeah, it's been a struggle for him. You know, a couple of bad matchups along the way, but you know the last two weeks I think with the eight sacks, holding the ball a little bit too much. You know the the. The defense of the Cardinals, yes, they got Patrick Peterson back, but that was, a, you know, coming off facing New England and Minnesota back-to-back weeks, this was supposed to be okay. A little bit of a lighter, you know, scenario. Go out and, and flex your muscles a little bit. He did not do that at all. He actually could have stepped backwards. All right, Scott in uh, Pittsburgh as well on the fan. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey. Okay, I got uh, Edmonds as a handcuff with Johnson. I assume Johnson didn't plan. So my question, the first one is uh, Marlon Mack or – Edmonds at running back. And then... All right, go ahead. Just ask the second question, for Christ's sakes. Uh, All right, and then the uh, second one is, which one of those two you pick? I have uh, uh, Woods, the other one, or uh, Chark for the flex and the other receiver? Yeah, I probably would. You know, Chark's in in a good spot, so... I'd stick with him as the flex, and then I like Marlon Mack a little bit better than Edmonds just because I think it's an easier matchup for him. Uh, not that Denver's run defense is easy, but New Orleans' run defense is just amazing. So, you know, both guys are probably going to get the majority of work, as we've seen. Um, it's just, I think, a little bit of a safer scenario of going with Marlon Mack over, over Chase Edmonds. But DJ Chark is just too good to bench at this point. Uh, Jody in Green Bay. Hey, hello, guys. Hey, Jody. Um, 
I'm so excited to talk to you, Jamie, because I'm always using your little analyzing. I use your little stuff here, but I want to know about Aaron Jones or Chris Carson. What would you say? Uh, thank you for that. Uh, I think Aaron Jones is in a little bit of a safer spot. Uh, not that Carson's in a bad spot either, but, you know, going against that Chiefs defense, it's just been so forgiving. Um, you know, we've seen it, you know, whether it's on the road or at home, they give a big game to Mark Ingram in their building. You know, we've seen on the road, Carryon Johnson, for example, had a big game against the Marlon Mack as well. So uh, Aaron Jones has been fantastic finding the end zone. So I like him a little bit better than Carson. I saw you on uh, TV or something this week. Doing, yeah, you were doing like a, uh, you were doing, you know, a, a fantasy segment. I, I don't know. It may have been with Richard. Are you, do you do TV with him? Yeah, yeah. With Dave, with uh, Pete Frisco. Right. Um, Pete Cummings, you know, our, our usual cast of characters. Yeah. I don't care about those people. <laughs> you know, I only care about you. And that's barely, and but that's barely because you're a Gator fan. But I will say that you you did a really good job. I saw you for like five minutes, and I was like, "That's my boy right there. He's doing a killer job right there." I was watching Thanks, you. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate uh, it. Uh, Mike in uh, San Francisco. Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey. Hey, so uh, I'm one of the import- unfortunate souls that uh, I had uh, Ingram and and Zeke, and so I picked up Latavius Murray. Um, the kid from Lions was unavailable, so I got uh, my options, David Montgomery, Tariq Cohen, or Devin Singletary. I actually like David Montgomery this week. I, I know I'm in the minority with that because it's been such a frustrating situation for him, whether it's been his performance, but like you saw last week where Matt Nagy has seven run plays uh, with a quarterback like Mr. Trubisky. But, you know, I think after what he said following the game where he said, I, I know we have to run the ball, I'm not an idiot. Uh, it's kind of the squeaky wheel situation where they're facing the Chargers defense that can't stop the run. They're at home. I, I think it's just a good setup to buy back into Montgomery, especially in your situation where you don't have a lot of great choices otherwise. So I would trust him the best of that group. All right, there you go, Mike. Have a good weekend. Uh, by the way, the uh, quarterback for Colorado's leaving the field. They're taking him into the dressing room. I have no idea what uh, happened. And then Carver I said, who cares what happened? They got Jerry Rice's kid going there next year. Doesn't matter what happens tonight. Tucker's a great recruiter. Great recruiter. Uh, Rick in New York. Jamie, how you doing? Pharrell, hey. what's up? Hey, bro. Hey, can you crack me a cold Schlitz on this Friday night? Can we get him a rusty can of Schlitz? Shake it. Uh... Hey, <laughs> hey, first of all, uh, Jamie, I like to premise this, but uh, with go Bulldogs and the world's largest cocktail party tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, that game's not tomorrow. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Bulldogs and Florida Gators. Oh, is it tomorrow? That's not tomorrow, is it, Jamie? No, it's not tomorrow. Yeah, there you go, Rick. Nice fail. Anyway, uh, it's next week or something like that. So what's your fantasy question? Okay, I apologize. All right, if Kamara's not going, which it might be a game-time decision, is uh, Devontae Parker uh, a good good play instead because all my other studs are playing? I mean, he's not the best play, but he scored a touchdown three weeks in a row. You know, it's just a very good defense that he's going against with Pittsburgh, and the secondary has been fantastic. So if he's your only choice, then, you know, hopefully he finds the end zone again. You know, Fitzpatrick has been what Fitzpatrick is. He runs around, he makes some plays every now and then, and for Parker it's been good. For what it's worth, he scored against Buffalo, and that's been tough to do. So um, not the most horrible situation to rely on Parker. Uh, By the way, Carver High is calling for the Bills to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, I doubt it, but it's you know, bold. Anything could happen. Anything's a, possible. Take a playoff game. He's taking yeah, a flyer on the uh, on the Bills going to the Super Bowl. He's hoping for massive injuries across the entire Patriot lineup. 
uh, Rick and which I have no problem with. Rick in Seattle. Hey Scott, love the show. Thanks, buddy. Listen, listen. I just picked up Ty Johnson off the waiver wire, and I need to start either he or Austin Eckler. And could you maybe talk a little bit about how to handle both of them over the rest of the season? Yeah, I would start Eckler over uh, Ty Johnson. They're both in. I would anticipate you know committee situations. I don't think either one's going to get the majority of touches. Certainly not Eckler because we've seen that. But you know, moving forward, it's it's kind of hard to say with Ty Johnson because I don't know how he'll perform, and that's going to dictate what they do. You know, if he struggles and J.D. McKissick still stays in his usual role, they'll probably explore signing somebody. If he comes out and has a monster game against the Giants, then you know you have somebody to rely on, and, and the Lions do too. So I still lean toward Eckler from for this week and rest of the way, but you know, it's a good situation to pick up Ty Johnson and see what happens. All right, there you go, Rick. And finally, Ben in Wisconsin. You're on the bench. Hey, guys, shake it up. Shake it up. Hey, I got a flex question. Uh, should I go with either Jamal Swade, Daddy uh, Williams or Carlos Hyde? Uh, yeah, I go with Jamal Williams. Again, you know, it's a good matchup against the Chiefs. He's scored each of the last two weeks. He's had four catches each of the last two games. They're using both guys with uh, with the receiving core banged up. You know, he's been involved in the passing game a lot. So I think Jamal Williams is in a little bit of a better spot this week. All right, there you go. Uh, ben, have a killer weekend. Enjoy the games. Jamie, you too. Enjoy all the games. Should be a killer weekend of uh, NFL action. Thanks for coming on the bench. Check out Jamie Saturday night at 10 on CBS Sports Radio with Eye on Fantasy. Jamie, my man. You got it, buddy. Have a good weekend. Go all right, all right you just Screw you, Jamie. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Uh, Carver, I promised me that at uh, either 12 or 1, he's going to play some old seether. Yeah, we could do that at midnight. I couldn't do that before because... The violence of the I nature to, of the music. Well, I have to pull that up on something different than... What like play like your underwear? From, so... I wasn't going to be able to find that while we were playing that. That's a, and it's kind of a, uh, you know, song that might upset people. Uh, I don't know about that. It's a great song. But, you know, you start singing about Jesus, things get, things get a little uncomfortable. Your boy uh, Montez got roughed up in that game, but they brought him back out. He's back out on the field. Remember they took him into the locker room? Your boy Montez Harrell. Shake out. Ooh, did you like that one, Carver? Anyway, um, if you don't get my picks uh, for this weekend, then everyone else around you is going to make a bunch of money. And then you'll be the sucker standing there with a cold bottle of Schlitz, and you'll have nothing except that bottle of Schlitz, which is kind of clutch when you think about it. Pharrellandabench.com, 69% college football last week, 71% NFL last week. I mean, what do you need to know? How about Wednesday night? I went 80%, 20-5 in my bets. Again tonight, killing it in the NBA and in the NHL. And uh, it's just what we do. Pharrellonthebench.com, making you fat stacks. Hide the money from your wife. You know what happened, Garber? I I won a bunch of money last week on college and pro football. And 34C took all the money and went to Scottsdale with her troublemaker drunk friends so that they could sleep with rich doctors. Doesn't seem like that bad of a gig. It's a great gig if you can get it. She took all my money and went to party with men that she doesn't know, which is awesome. You know, there's no strings attached when you cheat on your spouse when you're on the road. Is that like one of those what goes on in Vegas, stays in Vegas? It's kind of like that. You're out of the uh, out of state or out of a. Do you get that kind of? Do you get a flyer like that when you're in Scottsdale? 
Or is that illegal? I mean, you, you know, you could get a flyer like that anywhere if you really want to. But <laughs> depends on how hard you want. Depends on how much you want it to be a flyer or under the table or you know whatever's you know what I mean? going on. So it looks like I'm going back to Vegas, Carver High. Really? Today that deal went down for for, for when Wilder Ortiz, November 21, 22, 23. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm going allegedly to that uh, fight. They were all over me today uh, dealing with that from this uh, down the hall. It's so funny when he asked me questions about it. He, What's the date on that? Well, it's so funny because he, uh, he I'm just going to say it. He acts like I don't know these things. Like he's bringing me the information. It's so funny. Like he comes to me like he's, you know, telling me that there's an opportunity. <laughs> Do you know? I'm, you already know. I mean, <laughs> I've been dealing with the boxing people for 30 years. I know every fight I'm going to. I know every. And then he asked me who was fighting, <laughs> and then I went. Who's in the fight? Wilder. And then he asked me where it was. I'm like, who cares where it is? Doing that one at Grand Garden, right? That one's at Grand Garden. I don't have a problem with him. He, you know what? He hates boxing. So the fact that he lets me go uh, without provocation is a good sign. Well, I think it's because we do such great shows on the road. Like we only. Am I the only? Like I'm literally the show that goes on the road more than all others combined. Uh, yeah, am probably. I, am I wrong? Like, who else goes I mean, anywhere? Everybody else here usually does, you know, this, a lot of them do the Super Bowl, and a couple of them go to the Final Four. Some of them go on their own. They yeah, don't. we don't they, count that. Yeah, <laughs> well, they do. Yeah, I'm sure. But other than the Super Bowl and the Final Four, I can't recall any <laughs> they don't other, do anything. other events that uh, they go to, so. Right. So anyway, I'm going uh, allegedly back, and that's in like three weeks, four I guess weeks. That'll be mafia going with. You. I guess I because guess, like I just went to L.A. You went to L.A., so. I mean, if he doesn't want to go, I'll gladly go. But well, there you go. So that might that might be an opportunity for you. But, but the I'm fi- sure he wants to go. Well, you went with me to L.A. and Carver is still reeling from that trip, based on the fact that we never saw the sun once. Yeah, that was disappointing. You know, today what it is in L.A. sunny and 93. Today. Unbelievable. We did not see the sun. The sun. The entire 72 hours we were there, whatever it was. I not mean, once. Not a, a ray. I swam. Sun. It was 64 degrees. I was swimming. I was swimming laps in the freezing cold pool. I mean, Do you we remember? Went out there to that hot tub, yeah. it was. There, there was no sun. Do you remember the old man that was in the hot tub? He was a fan of the show? Yeah. I love that guy. Out there to see his grandkids. We invited him to come see the show. He goes, slow down. Yeah, he wasn't ready for that. <laughs> he goes, slow down. We're not. Getting involved in like, that. I'm here to see my grandkids. I'm not here to watch uh, your boring show. And that would have been the night that we were in that box anyway. So do you remember that night they wouldn't let Sizzle do the show? Yes, that was the first night. How soft was that? Like that they wouldn't let him do the show. It was pretty soft. I mean, come on! Like how pathetic is that? I was only there for seven years on Howard Stern, and they won't let him come on my show. Like, what am I, the enemy? <laughs> no one cares about me. What does he care? I guarantee you that's not Howard either doing that. I know it's not. He could care less what, what anyone does. It's uh, that boss chick. She's the one that did it. I wish ill will on her and all those that know her. Except her husband I like. Actually, I'm good friends with her husband. Now I guess that'll end too. <laughs> I just said that. I don't even know her, so I'm just kidding. I don't even care what she does. What do I? I some chick I've never met. Like I don't care what you think of me. Mike in South Carolina. 
Hey, Scott Farrell. How you doing, man? What's shaking, brother? Touchdown, USC. What a bomb that was. What a play that was. Did you see that that floating lead pass into the corner by this kid Slovis? That was a great pass. This game is getting hot, man. 31-27 with 11 minutes left. This is a game. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Hey, Scott. Um, big game big game tomorrow, uh, Wisconsin versus Ohio State. And so I was going to ask you, if it's a close game, can Wisconsin win the game? No. And I'll tell you another thing. Uh, here's the deal. The last time we thought this was going to be a good game, it was 59 nothing Ohio State. So be very careful in, uh, you know, like I, I think Wisconsin will be in the game, and I'm preparing to lose money by taking that challenge on. Like, I took the points. I think Ohio State will win the game. I took the points. I got like 14 and a hook. And I, I think it's a very dangerous way to make a living. But as you know, I take massive risks on Saturday when I bet because I like to make people money. So I'm going to go for it. But I'm not feeling good about it. I think they could get whacked. I thought last week was a really bad sign. Remember, I took uh, Illinois in 31 in that game and covered. I didn't think they'd win, but I took them on the spread. So I can I can live with that kind of sandwich where I, you know, split. I, you know, don't get it right on the money, but but get it right on the spread. I'm okay with that. If you hit a big spread like that, that's, you know, a lot of people just bet the spread. So I give everybody both. I, I think Wisconsin will have to have, I think, a buck and a half out of Taylor and two touchdowns at least to even be in the game. Fair enough? This has nothing to do with last week because I thought this even before they lost to right, Illinois. Right. I thought there was a good chance that they could get whacked uh, tomorrow, even before they lost last week. Even They could have been undefeated going into this game, and I would have thought there was a chance that they could get whacked tomorrow. Do you think that um, – What's the line right now? 14, 14 and a half. Do you think that Ohio State – here's a good question for you. Can win the national championship? Yes, they can. There's only five teams that can win the national championship. I mean – you know how I always feel. I don't think that anybody crosses the Alabama-Clemson barrier. Right. I think it would take, you know, clearly you're going to have to beat one of them or possibly both right. to win the national title. If they had to beat both, I don't think that they could win. If they only had to beat one of them, they absolutely could. And the only way that happens is you need one of those scenarios like a couple years ago where right. Alabama and Clemson play each other in the semis. You would need that to happen. That that for me, uh, Matt. Who do you root for in college football? Do you do you like college football? Yeah, I love college football. Unfortunately, um, the team that got me started to loving it uh, is the Crimson Tide. Right. So, so you I like gotta, you like Alabama? Oh, I love Alabama. I get a whole lot of hate for that though. That's because, all right. Who cares what anyone thinks? Oh, my yeah, no, my buddy's my buddy's daughter goes there. I mean, so I my main issue, at least with my family, is uh, my entire family went to UVA. Right. And so they don't really like the SEC so much. Well, I mean, you got a great basketball program, and I don't think anything of their football program. I know some people do. The guy, I cannot stand that quarterback of theirs. I, I think he's awful. Uh, Carver High, that's that kid we watched throw all – he's just a mess. Yeah. Throwing bad pa passes, picks, you name it. Uh, I'm not a fan, but you know, that's like my school, right? Uh, Virginia is a basketball school now, clearly. Indiana is a basketball school. And not much of one anymore. But it used to be all that mattered was Indiana basketball. Football doesn't even exist. They'll tell you it exists because they're lying. I was there for five years because I stayed an extra year to drink and do drugs. And I just wanted to say that uh, when I was there, the whole time I was there, I think they won maybe 10 games total in five years. 10, 10 total games in five years. And they had some players, too. Um, 
Anthony Johnson. Do you remember that guy? He yeah. was the, the running back. And then do you remember um, Van Waiters, the linebacker? He, he made it to the NFL. They had some players, but they never mattered. And um, I, I don't know. It just was torture. I didn't even like going to Indiana football games. I just liked the basketball. That's what I was there for, to cover Bob Knight. That's all I cared about. And they were really good in soccer. Uh, they won three national championships when I was there in soccer. Very good soccer program. They really, they used to have great. You know who played on that uh, soccer team? Was uh, Pete Stoyanovich. Is that right? Do you remember him? The great kicker in the NFL? Yes. He was a good kicker. Maybe the uh, NFL could find him and dust him off because he never missed extra points like these guys miss him now. Have you ever seen anything like watching NFL kickers now shank kicks? I mean, it's unbelievable. It's There's like not a lot of ones you have a lot of confidence. It's in. a whole different sport now. And you know what it really affects, in my opinion? Betting. It really affects betters, the kicking. Because those are easy points, and now they become treacherous, right, those points? DJ in Columbia, uh, South Carolina, great spot. Yeah, that's your cue, uh, DJ. Hey, Pharrell. Hey. Give me a nice cold Budweiser. Cold Budweiser. So what's up? Oh, I got Hey, what do you think about Muschamp's tenure at South Carolina so far? I love the guy. We beat Georgia this year, but the play calling's kind of iffy, if you know what I mean. Well, I think uh, they, you know, you have to remember that they're in a, in a brutal situation, a no-win situation, if you ask me, in that conference. Everybody's in the same boat. It's uh, Alabama and, and LSU, and you lose. So here's the deal. I actually, uh, I'm going to just say it. I think he deserves to stay based on uh, beating Georgia. That's it. He, he's capable of coaching his team uh, to greater heights. And that upset alone, in my opinion, Carver High, gets you uh, another year at the very least. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. I, who are they going to get better? Right. I, I think that, n- they don't matter. They, they yeah, don't they, matter. They're, they're in that part of the conference that just does not matter. Like, they're in second, third tier of that conference that just – it is what it they're is. lucky no that they're in the conference and able to profit from that, right? It's a benefit to them that they're in the conference and they get a they get to reap the rewards of being in the SEC football. And I got to tell you, SEC basketball is better than ever. It's better than it's ever been. It's gotten a lot better the last couple. Of so years. I, I think it's a great conference. So if you're in it, you're good to go. And I think the guy uh, deserves to stay because uh, in all reality. You know, you heard like earlier talking about like Matt Campbell and guys like this. Who is out there really? Like guys like him? I, you're kidding, right? Like he's done a great job at Iowa State. You want him at, at uh, South Carolina? I mean, it's going to be the – you can't tell me what is he, that much better than Will Muschamp? Will Muschamp can coach. He has had a very difficult job in Gainesville. Brutal. You cannot like live up to Urban Meyer, right? And – Steve Spurrier, right? I mean, look at the guys that they've had there. And then he goes to South Carolina, and I think he's actually uh, done a good job. Didn't Lou Holtz go down there at one point or another? So, I, you know, I think he's done like – and Spurrier, I think he's done like that kind of level of coaching down there. I think he's right around that neighborhood of, of success. I think he can, uh, you know, keep building, keep recruiting – 
And I, I think the continuity, keep it going in the right direction. Now, I'm sure a lot of people down there don't agree with that, and they want to fire him uh, because uh, they're drunk idiots and they don't uh, know anything. I'm being honest. Like, you know, you don't know anything, and you think you do, and you should just tailgate and drink beer and try to get some leg and not worry about it. You're not going to do better than that guy. Right now, in this, right now, in this period, going into 2020 next year, they're right where they are. I think they're okay. Uh, you know, the win against Georgia showed me all I need to know, that they're, they're, there's some signs that they're pointed in the right direction. It's not great, but I don't think you can do much better, to be honest with you. We'll go to the Billy Idol Hour of Love. Two more hours to go on a pain-free Friday. One note, I am here Monday night for the Steeler-Dolphin game, and then I'm off all the rest of next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.